hello. This is Dee Dee Banks. I hope all is well with everyone. I hope you had a nice weekend. Unfortunately, we got the bad news about uh, President Trump having the coronavirus. And he's at the Walter Reed Hospital. But I just looked at the news and they said that he may be released as soon as tomorrow. So this has, I I have questions now. Um, people are saying that this is a hoax. But anyway, I've been praying for the president all weekend, and I hope that you prayed for him too. I know he's a rough guy. He's a narcissist, which is not one of my favorite people um, in the world. But anyway, we have to make sure that um, we pray for um anyone that comes down with that coronavirus because we don't know who may or may not come out of that thing. But anyway, I just find it ironic that most people that go through the COVID, they're down for at least no less than three or four weeks, almost a month or more. And for this president to say that he's ready to walk out and get back to normal, um, you know, in, in three or four days, that's a little odd to me. But wouldn't that be funny? If this is a hoax, a hoax to uh, for the people to feel sorry for him for number one. And then number two, the experimental drugs that's that was used on him that they are not using on anybody else. Um, Chris, uh, Christy. Oh, my God. Oh, what's his name? Oh, my God. Christy, Chris, Chris, Christy. Yeah, I think that's his name. He came down with it. He's a very large gentleman. He was larger than that years ago, but he's a very large gentleman. And I pray that he comes out of it. But he is supposed to be uh, starting to take the same experimental drug as um, President Trump. So we will see. I'm praying to God that this is not a hoax to try to win the election. I just pray to God that... Um, the United States government is not playing with our minds um, with this thing because God does not like ugly and this is a serious matter. And if the Republicans are playing games, this is the most deadly game and the dirtiest game that anyone could ever play. Bad enough um, that we're all suffering with this virus that we did not ask for uh, that has come upon many of us. And it's caused a lot of havoc, a lot of destruction, a lot of unemployment, a lot of um, losing homes and apartments. I don't know about the homes yet. You can stay in a home longer than you can in an apartment. But six months of turmoil will uh, definitely get you kicked out of of your apartment. Um, But anyway, we're praying for this nation. We're praying for the world that everything will go back to normal. Um, I love you all, and I thank you for listening today. Today is September the 4th, and um, I have a um, topic that I wanted to talk about, I wanted to share with you. And this episode, um, the topic will be on not getting pimped by guys or girls too. Girls are pimping too. Women are pimping. But this is about um, women being pimped. Now, this comes from the book Father Daughter Talk um, from, um, written by R.C. Blakes, Pastor R.C. Blakes, my favorite pastor in the whole world. But anyway, so I just wanted to share this article with you guys um, to just make you aware 
of what being pimp means. We don't hear that terminology very often uh, these days because being pimp is not being put on the corner, a prostitute. Being pimp is any man that can manipulate your mind and and have you uh, in an unconscious state as a queen. So I want to share this with you. Um, I only have 30 minutes uh, because I don't want you to lose track, lose interest in in our conversation today. But anyway, here we go. We as women fall into traps of no good men because we talk excessively when we meet men. We give way too much information to them about ourselves, our lives, and we automatically start to trust them and they do not deserve it just yet, especially Christian women, women who love the Lord, born again, Christian women. Why do we think because men go to church and have positions in the church that they are holy? Church participation does not make us holy. Amen. We are being pimped in the church and outside of the church. Wolves come in our lives in sheep's clothing, calculating how to come in for the kill. They will smile on our faces, pretending to care about us and for us. We tell them all of our personal business, of our last relationship, and what that person did or did not do to us. Therefore, men will figure what the voids are in our lives so they can love bomb us with whatever we have been missing. Then they become addicted. Then we become addicted to their playing. So the question is this: what is a pimp? A pimp is a person who invades a person's consciousness to the extent that you control that they, that he controls your feelings, your choices, and as a man, adjust uh, a woman's standards to a level that suits his best interest. Many have thought that pimping was putting women out on the corner, but the pimping starts before women hit the corner and before it even gets to the sexual part. It starts with manipulating the mind, honey. We stop living according to our standards and principles. There are three stages that a man brings you through to get you into a soul tie. He learns details about your life through conversation. He listens to every detail about your life. You trust him thinking because he is listening that he cares. But he does not. So stop talking, ladies. You give info on your ex-husband, private matters that they do not deserve to know about just yet. The bozo then overdoses you on time. He spends lots of time with you. Romantic compliments and and just woo, 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 woo you. He starts to be your emotional addiction then that leads to sex. He has become everything you want in a man. You told him what character to play. Once he has captured you sexually, he then starts to manipulate you. You have been pimped. He has invaded on your consciousness. They then start to avoid commitment, getting all your sex with no conversations about commitment. At the beginning... He mentioned looking for a wife, a long-term relationship, a wedding, and now that he has you, there is no mention of it. The avoidance of the commitment causes a treadmill for you. 
You are running in place and you're not going anywhere. When you abandon your values, counsels, self-interest, you are officially pimped. He may not choose to put you out on the corner, but you are making choices indicating that if he could, if he wanted to, he could. You abandon your marriage, your children, lose your and willing to lose your reputation, your walk and your walk with God. You are as easily manipulated as a prostitute on the corner and you have been pimped. You have lost all control and reasoning, abandoned common sense and the Holy Spirit. You are an unconscious queen. We all are queens, ladies, but a lot of us don't know it. You can easily, easily be pimped by a clown. Easily. When you're an unconscious queen. Here are six points. Pointers. Here's six pointers for you uh, that I'm going to give you that R.C. Blades uh, talks about uh, when you, you are pimped. Okay? When a man promises a fantasy life but does not produce the basics, a deceitful man will appear as your ideal person. He does a lot of talking. He is not paid for anything. He does not respect you. He talks about what he is going to do for you as he is riding in your car. He does not even own a car or apartment or a home. Now, the only man that will get a pass on not having a vehicle is a man that lives in a metropolitan city. When there is no parking and and he uses Uber or public transportation or he uh, gets a rental car, you know, to date you, take you out, show that he's interested in you. Because living in a metropolitan area, because I experienced that in Washington, D.C., you had to live. If you lived in Washington, D.C., you're going to have parking issues. Your car gets dinged up and brothers and sisters like nice rides. And when you live in those environments where you have to park on the street, if you don't have one of those homes that have they're so close together. The town, the big home, they have big homes there in D.C., but a lot of them are on street parking. Unfortunately, I don't like that type of living. It's the same way in, in um, New York City. It's it's just the type of living that you have to uh, adjust to. So if a man lives in a big city, you know, that's cool if you don't have a ride, but he may, gets a ride to take care um, of what he needs to do for you. But he's got his own place. He needs to have his own apartment, his own home. Just everything. He needs to have his own stuff, okay? He needs to bring something to the table. We are Christian women, and we let down, and we let a clown, Bozo the Clown, to be exact, get us in bed by telling us his lies. Married men are the biggest clowns, and we help them stay with their wives by allowing them to lie to us, and they take advantage of us by getting us to do all that they want us to do and they go back home to their wives or their girlfriend or their fiance. Okay? Number two, he gradually destroys. He gradually destroys 
your foundation, your relationships with your mother, your your father, your friends, your children, your siblings, church members, and your pastor or anybody who would intervene on your behalf so that you will view him in a higher regard than the people who has always been there, than the people who has always been there for you. He then abuses you mentally, physically, and sexually. There are insecure men we are dealing with that have the need to control an an unconscious queen. Why does he want to separate you from your foundation? Well, so that you have nowhere to go but to him. We see it all the time. Married men in the church do the same thing. Just remember that everyone in the church is not happy or saved. He will manipulate you and destroy you just like the ones that are out there in the streets that don't go to church, don't care to go to church, don't know Christ, don't care to know Christ. Number three, he deceptively forces you into a sexual relationship that you never wanted. The demonic forces are so great with deception. Why force sex? He knows if you have been celibate or abstinent from sex, he creates a soul tie to a woman that she will not be able to get him out of her head even later on in life when she marries someone else. That is why we cannot, ladies, we cannot play with boys, clowns, and bozos. Amen? He he will back off once he gets everything he can from you, and he will call you the W word and the B word, and you know what those are, okay? Number four, he seduces you into submitting into a sexual lifestyle. Then he disappears. He does not follow through. He worked on you from six months to a year to seduce you. We equate love we equate sex to love. I don't know about all that now. Um, well, yeah, when you're, yeah, yeah, when you when you're unconscious, you, you that is true. We believe the act will lead to love. Instead, he backs away, and we are psychologically sacrificed and are bruised. We feel undesirable or less than, and we desire the man that rejected us. We pursue a man that set up a trap, which is called the approval trap. Number five, once he gets you hooked sexually and he backs up, he begins to pervert the sexual power by pushing your limits. No traditional form of sexual acts like anal or more than you and him, like threesomes, foursomes, just all kinds of people involved, just freaky acts. Number six, after the perverted sexual relationship, no commitments will be made. He will degrade you verbally. And why would he do that? Because he plants the seeds of guilt and he devalues you. You then view yourself as worthless. It is a redefinition of a redefinition for yourself to use you on a lower level than you deserve. A six-figure woman with degrees and highly respected in the community and you come home to a man that calls you names and degrades you. 
Let me repeat that. A six-figure woman, you may have all these degrees. You're highly respected in the community. And you come home to a man that calls you names and or he degrades you. That's profound. And it's happening every day. We are not made to be side chicks or messing with married men, clowns, or bozos. Do not be a queen being pimped by bozo. Wait for your king. Wait for God to send you your king. Once you get yourself in a trap of being pimped by these dudes or a dude in your life who has broken your heart, you just repent and move on. Be who God created you to be and be your best self because Jesus forgives. Remember that Jesus forgives. He throws all that sin in the sea of forgetfulness once you repent. Okay, and you move on and you let those bozos go and you put yourself on a higher level than what you've been doing. Realize who you are and who God created you to be. Just think about that. There is no woman like you. Your crown, can't nobody fit your crown but you. Okay? That crown is made for you. We're all queens and we have our crown that is specially made for us. So once we realize how much of a queen we really are, and how much God loves us so much. Man, that gives you so much power. And when you look at them bozos, when they approach you, you can just say, you know what? You can go right on about your business because I don't play around with clowns. I don't play around with boys. If they're not mature enough to deal with an intelligent conversation, then you let them go and stop talking. Ladies, we talk too much when we get in front of dudes because we want to impress them. And the no good ones will lay back and let you do the talking and then they're going to take advantage of you. It's like playing chess. If you know how to play chess, I don't know how to play chess. I know the game, but I don't know how to play. And that's sad because I should have learned this a long time ago. But if you know how to play chess, life is like the game of chess. You just lay back in the cut And let them do the talking. That way you'll be able to read them. When you're a woman of God, you're connected to the Lord Jesus Christ. You have discernment. And if you don't have discernment, you need to pray for discernment. So when Bobo steps to you and you're sitting down having a conversation, you'll know whether he's a good man or not. Now it's up to you if you want to get sexual with a man. Having sex with men creates soul ties. So if someone does not care about you and you have sex with them, you have created a soul type for yourself and they walk away and your heart has been broken. I know there's a lot of women out there who view sex just like men do. But one thing about that is we're not meant for that. We're not made for that. And what you do is you go home and you'll start crying in the dark. You're so strong. You're that woman that don't want anybody to you don't want anybody to see you get emotional because you're that tough woman and you're like, "Yeah, I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to get who I want and how I want it." You lay down with these men whether they're married, 
engaged to somebody else or whatever, and you lay with them, you have sex with them. But once that act is over and you go home and you don't hear from that brother anymore or for a long time, you've been rejected. And rejection is a powerful spirit. And I don't care who you are, ladies. We're not built for that. So just know, when you lay down your body with someone who has not laid down their life for you, you are going to get your heart broken. Okay? You're going to try to suppress it. Trust me, I've been there many times in my life. But it does surface. And when... Um, you know, you meet somebody really nice, you're not going to be able to relate to them because you're broken. So don't create soul ties for yourself. If you have soul ties with gentlemen that have hurt you, you've had sex with them, relationships with them, and they hurt you, they meant you no good, go to God and ask him to deliver you from these soul ties that you have so that God can send you a king because God is not going to send you a king when you have soul ties with other people. Okay, so just to let you know, and I know it's lonely out there. There are, it's so lonely, especially during this pandemic, but be very, very careful. These narcissists that are out there, these um, these guys that I talked about in my last episode, the church guy, the, the baller or the um, player, they call them really, and the uh, captain kid who chases women who has kids, you know, because they know there's going to be meals cooked. They know you're going to pay your mortgage and your rent. These guys are losers, okay? So I just want you to be aware um, to not be desperate. Hold on, ladies. Hold on. Hold your mule, like they say. Hold your mule. Hold on. Because God has something special for you during this tough time of 2020. You hold on. Yes, it's tough. Yes, it's lonely out there. Yes, but guess what? Those who wait on the Lord, you will never regret it. Never, ever regret it, okay? So, I just want to say that to you. I just want to to lay that out. You know, every time I get some a little bit of piece, piece of information about narcissists, these dudes out here playing games who's breaking our hearts and knocking us, uh, the queens off of their thrones and our crowns are either crooked or rolling around down the hill somewhere. I want you to pick them crowns up, get back on that throne and start all over again, okay? Because this is our time. It's time for women to rise up, stand up and say no. Say no to anything that is not of God. Say no to anything that's going to hurt you. Say no that to anything that is going to embarrass you or degrade you in any type of way. Okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Learn to say no. I love you so much. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful and glorious day that you've made. Thank you, God, for waking us up. We can't take it for granted. So many are sick, Father God. People are falling away by the wayside, and we just thank you for life today. Lord, thank you for giving us the knowledge about these uh, Satan's army called um, pimps. And, well, they're pimping women. They're pimping us. They're pimping the little girls, uh, young girls. They're pimping women. Men are taking advantage 
of men and women are taking advantage of men too, Lord. And we want to rebuke that spirit. We rebuke that narcissism spirit in the name of Jesus. We rebuke hurt and, and pain, people breaking each other's heart that, that don't mean well to people. Lord, we rebuke that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Satan, you cannot have the hearts of your people, of God's people. You cannot have the hearts of God's people. We rebuke you now, Satan, in the name of Jesus. We rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. We rebuke that coronavirus right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, fill us. Fill us up with your Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. Give us a eyes to see, the ears to hear, and the heart to feel what you want us to feel, know, and to see. We're going to keep on loving you, Lord, through the good and through the bad, because you are Lord. You are Lord, and there's no one like you, Father, and we thank you today. We're going to give you all the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. That's it. 25 minutes. Okay, thank you for listening today. I love you. Be safe. Keep your eyes open. Get out and vote. Protect yourself, okay? Make sure you're safe and that you protect yourself. God bless.